2: How did the name April Wine come about? I think they were sitting around a tavern one day and decided it would be a name that would really nail them down to any style of music or anything like that. It was a name they just liked the sound of. I wasn't around at the time. That was
3: the first April Wine.
2: Miles, maybe you can fill us in. Well, um, David was buying, as I remember, and he came up with the name. And uh, you can't argue with the guy that's buying. <laughs> and uh, the idea was that it didn't insinuate anything which I really think worked to the uh, detriment of the group because it's better to have a name that really sounds rock and roll and uh, we've tried to change the name uh, over the years but you, you know it's when you've got that foundation that's it's hard to uh, to change you know do yeah. you regret having the name would you like to have had oh, another yeah. name? oh any other name probably yeah
3: Hey, you're listening to the first episode of Day by Day April Wine. It all began in Nova Scotia in late 1969 when the Henman brothers, David and Richie, got together with their cousin Jim, who was originally in a band called Prism. Now, this is a different Canadian band called Prism, not the later band that featured Jim Valance among others. After a brief break to attend university, the trio of cousins reformed with a friend named Miles Goodwin. On lead vocals and guitar, Goodwin had previously played with Jim Henman in a group called the Termites. David Henman named the new band April Wine just because the two words sounded good together. They realized that Halifax, in terms of operating a band, did not provide ample opportunities to play out or record, so they sent a demo tape to Aquarius Records in Montreal. Aquarius was managed by two guys named Terry Flood and Donald Tarleton, and they sent the band a rejection letter, but the band mistook it for an invitation. So in April 1970, April Wine traveled to Montreal, bringing along all of their instruments and $100 in cash. And somehow they persuaded Flood and Tarleton to sign them to a recording contract. They found an apartment they could crash at and booked themselves at a local comedy club cafe andre they spent the next five months touring eastern canada they also found time to record and aquarius records released their self-titled debut album in september of 1971 produced by bill hill the record featured an ugly ass pair of bare feet on the cover the single from the album fast train actually became a top 40 hit in canada establishing miles goodwin as the main songwriter it was at this point that bassist jim henman left the band to be replaced by Jim Clench. April Wine spent the majority of 1971 touring the college circuit in Canada and 1972 was much of the same, although they began to play larger venues and opened for a few larger acts like Ike and Tina Turner, Jethro Tull, Badfinger, and Stevie Wonder. All right, so let's take a listen to the debut self-titled album by April Wine that came out at the end of 1971, released by Aquarius Records. It was during the recording of the album that Miles Goodwin kind of took over as the frontman of the band, which probably had something to do with the subsequent departure of Jim Henman. The album opens with a weird, trippy, atmospheric song called Oceana, clocking in at almost five minutes. The song has a slightly corny, definitely 60s vibe. I suppose the mood that the song creates does fit the song title. It's kind of a drifting, floating feeling. It's not a bad song, but really kind of lacking in personality.
1: I did show.
3: The second song on the album Can't Find the Town is a weird, mellow song with a flat vocal, not great. See the previous comments about no personality. The song feels contrived, maybe even forced, and has that folky 60s vibe.
2: I'm writing this letter just for you. He's My mind There's really No cause for My morning sun To request Your name It's all over The place But I can't find the town cried on your pillow the other night over me I'm nothing to shed any tears about no not me I've loved you so many towns many
3: third song on the album is the first single, which was a minor hit, Fast Train. Finally, some personality. This is a cool rock song, opens with a mix of acoustic and clean guitars, then it kicks in, there's a big chorus. It's a simple song, but it's good. And at least this song sounds like a band that has some direction, and maybe it's a hint of things to come. Fourth song on the album, Listen Mister, kicks in with some heavy guitar, nice riffing, then transitions into a kind of country rock song, which is disappointing after the way the song begins. And then we get a guitar solo over bongos? Not great. The song ends up delivering a hippie Woodstock kind of vibe. There's another heavy part after the solo, but all in all the song is kind of a mess. Flipping the album over, Side 2 opens with a song called Page 5, which is six minutes long. Once again, it kicks in with some heavier guitars, then gets mellow, even mellow dramatic. This is a strange song. Maybe they're trying too hard. Speaking of strange, this is shaping up to be a strange first album by April Wine. Me too,
1: and I only you And I really don't
3: Up next is a song called Song for Mary, an acoustic ballad, very much in the vein of, like, Tim Buckley. It's decent, but once again, the band can't decide what kind of a band they want to be.
1: Words that
2: wish to rhyme I will never write this song for We have walked alone Won't you help me write this song For
3: next song on the album, third song on side two, is called Wench. It's a very Cream-inspired song. Parts of it almost seem lifted from Sunshine of Your Love. Quite the contrast next to the previous song, and in the end it's not very good. But it will be interesting to watch the band develop. The final song on the album is a song called Time. A droning blues tune at first, then it gets kind of funky. There's a decent section with a harmony vocal accompaniment, then a guitar solo over some boogie guitar riffs. The song really doesn't have much to offer as far as my ears are concerned.
2: times i've tried to
3: Final verdict, the first album by April Wine is a schizophrenic hodgepodge of influences and not really a very good album at all. The best song is obviously Fast Train. There's really no song on the album that is awful or offensive, so nothing really stands out as the worst. It's all just kind of there. So that'll do it for the first episode of Day by Day April Wine. Listen tomorrow when we check out their second album on record.